Welcome to Inside Twin Net Support with top guests and top tips. Welcome back to Net Sport Insights. We're doing some live at Bet Recordings, and I'm here with Gary Henderson. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Do you want to start just by introducing yourself a little bit? Can do. Um, so obviously, my name is Gary Henderson, director of IT at Millfield. I'm also um, an association and network managers in education ambassador. Um, Although I, you know, I'm, I'm now on the kind of techie side. I was um, actually a qualified teacher and taught for quite a few years in, in secondary and FE before kind of moving over to the IT side of things. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so I wanted to ask you really about being kind of an expert in cybersecurity, about some of the recent kind of Gov UK changes. Um, is there a kind of could you give like just a little overview of some of the key changes that you've noticed? Um, well, I, I think you know, in terms of cybersecurity. What we're seeing is that the risks are just, in my view, increasing. You know, it's almost a constant increase. I mean, what we have seen is a lot of kind of discussion around, you know, AI as as a, a threat vector, both in terms of, you know, um, AI-based tools being used by criminals, but also in terms of attacks against AI platforms, AI you know, data models, etc. Yeah. It's funny though that also. AI may also provide the answer to some of that in mm. AI tools that can defend. But I think what we've got is is a you know a continual and increasing threat level mm. and obviously education is is you know a particular target for, for criminals yeah. sadly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so are there what are the kind of other key issues that you're seeing at the moment? In in terms of I mean in terms of cyber, mm. um, I think one of the, the, the issues there are a few issues. I think probably the, the biggest thing is um, within cyber is no matter what we do, there's there's always going to be a risk. Mm. Um, and I think within education, one of the key things is, is just doing the, the kind of basics. You know, it's it's doing the you know the patching. You know, limiting people's access to what they actually require. You yeah. know, rather than giving them too much access. You know, looking at the 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 user awareness. I think user awareness is so important. You know, no matter what the technical measures you've got, your 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 first or maybe even your final line of defence is is the humans, it's the users, yeah. um, and that's why you know cyber criminals continue to be using you know phishing, smishing, quishing, and all of those style of um, social engineering style attacks. That's why they are so common because um, it's actually quite often far easier to hack the human than it is yeah. to hack the technology. Yeah, absolutely. Sense. So, would you recommend that schools really look at that kind of that user understanding and training? Is that somewhere where you think schools could really up their game? Yeah, I, I, th I think it, for me it is one of the basics. You know, I, um, I, I, I sort of created um, probably a year or so ago, maybe a bit longer than that ago, a kind of framework. Mm. And, and you know, I, I mentioned patching and least privilege and things like that. But one of the things I said was awareness. You know, make sure the staff are aware of what the threats are. Um, and aware of what to do when they get caught and I, I use the word when not if mm, yes. um, because it will happen and we're all human you know even my, you know myself as you know director of IT I work with IT all the time I know the threats mm. but I found myself almost taken in in the past mm. with you know with uh, malicious phone calls and the likes yeah. so it can happen to all of us so it's about that being aware what to do you know what signs to look out for and also in the event that you do suspect you have um, fallen for something mm. or or your account has been compromised what do you do about yeah. it in the school I also think there's a big bit about you know kind of building that awareness within um, you know at a school leadership level mm. 
that, that cyber isn't an IT issue. Yes. You know, if you suffer a ransomware attack, it doesn't just affect IT, it affects everything. It affects, you know, your, your you know, admissions, bringing in new students, it affects pastoral, you know, it affects academics, it yes. affects parent comms. It's organisational. And therefore, when looking at kind of planning and preparing for the eventuality that it happens, we should be doing that at, at that level, at governor level, at, at school leadership level. Mm. You know, what are, how are we going to manage communication with parents if yeah. our IT goes down? How are we going to manage teaching and learning? How are we going to, that's where it should be looked at. Make sure that everything is included, absolutely. So do you think that perhaps, because you were about training for staff, do you think that there is also that need then for training for leaders as well, so that they can be confident in being part of those conversations? Yeah, I, I think there is. I mean. Um, Obviously, they, they, um, I think it was the NCSE created their kind of toolkit, which was aimed at kind of governors and yep. whatever. And I, I think that's really, really important so, so that they understand that that it isn't an IT issue. And I think that's one of my concerns. I think things are getting better. Yep. You know, things with, you know, the DFE's digital standards, I think, are helping. Mm. And they are sort of saying that, actually, no, this isn't an IT issue. This isn't for your network manager, your IT director to deal with on their own. Yep. This is a, a school-wide thing, and we have to be aware of it at all levels and including at the SLT and the governance level. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of those digital standards, is there anything there that you think um, schools need to be really aware of? Um, I mean, I think the digital standards, again, they, they cover some of the, the basics about patching and whatever. I think knowing that um, that it, it continues to be your know, social engineering attacks, particularly phishing and account compromise following on from phishing um, seems to be so common. The one thing I tend to pick out from the digital standards is MFA, it's multi-factor authentication. Yes. Get multi-factor authentication turned on and turn it on for as many people as you can. Turn it on for everyone if you can. Now I know that that might not be, you know, if you're looking at younger age children, that doesn't quite work. But turn it on for as many people as you can. And where if you've not got it turned on, look at other mitigation measures, you know, conditional access and things like that. Yeah, I think that's a really great piece of advice, actually, like you say, to stop people getting caught out. Well, it just means if the criminals do manage to get your password through a data breach of a, of a site, yeah. it's not enough to get in. Mm-hmm. And, and we've seen that. I, I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, councils being breached. Mm-hmm. And then once they're breached, the criminals will then use that to attack schools and other organisations. I've seen schools being breached and the same happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the multi-factor authentication... It's not, and the, the thing is, I will say, multi-factor authentication isn't perfect. It, it, that, there are ways to thwart MFA, sadly. Yes. But at least it makes it more difficult and, and it adds that other layer, That's that defence in depth. It's trying to keep adding yeah. to those defences. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think in, in a lot of cases, the criminals will go for the easiest target. Mm. So if you can slow them down and make it difficult, mm-hmm. you hope that they move on to somewhere else. Absolutely. Brilliant. All right, well, thank you, Gary. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.